This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. BFM 89.9, good morning. I'm Roshan Kanesan and welcome to a special four-part series here on Tech Talk where we will be decoding digitalization with Max's business. In the first episode of the series, we will be covering the future of smart mobility and the importance and role of connectivity. Now, smart mobility is one of the latest buzzwords today and also an area of business that investors and businesses are trying to get into. Its potential showcases the intersection of innovation and efficiency as this landscape rapidly evolves, one element stands out as the linchpin connectivity. As we embark on a journey to redefine how we move, it becomes increasingly clear that the seamless flow of data, the information and communication is the catalyst propelling smart mobility into the future. Today's discussion on connecting the future of smart mobility will explore and unravel the significance of connectivity in shaping the landscape of intelligent transport, where every connection is a step towards a more efficient, sustainable and interconnected world. Speaking with us on the pivotal role of connectivity, in the realm of smart mobility, we have in the studio Claire Featherstone, Head of Corporate and Enterprise Practices at Max's Business, as well as EV Connection Managing Director, Engineer Lee Yuan Hao. Lee, Claire, welcome to the studio. How are you both feeling today? Very well, thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for inviting us to your studio, Roshan. I'm, I'm sure the questions I'm about to ask you are things mm. that you've been, you're being asked on a regular basis, right? The state of smart mobility, <laughs> the connectivity that brings it all together. Uh, but I think we should start with some of the basics here and start with what does smart mobility encompass and what role does Maxis see itself playing in there? Yeah, so smart mobility aims to revolutionize transportation uh, and making it more sustainable and efficient. So with smart mobility, all modes of transport, whether it be your buses, your cars, your trains, uh, should be part of an integrated network where relevant data is shared across the network. So, for example, it could be giving real-time visibility to passengers to improve their journey uh, on public transport or even for businesses with a fleet. It can give them greater visibility so they can plan better and deliver parcels in a more uh, sort of efficient manner. But for all of this to work, as I think you mentioned in your introduction, Roshan, is the entire ecosystem should be online and connected to the Internet at all times. And that is where Maxis obviously comes in to the picture. Because for you to have all that information, to know the arrival times, all these different things requires you to be plugged into the internet at all times, correct? Yeah, yeah. So, and this is something that at Maxis we've been doing for some time. Uh, we've been involved in connected cars for quite a long time. We have over 200,000 locally manufactured uh, vehicles connected to our IoT solutions. Mm. Um, and we obviously expect that to grow rapidly uh, with the national agenda, like the National Energy Transition Roadmap, the NETR that has been uh, muted so it is uh, important that we work together with players lightly uh, to accelerate the go-to-market in this space and customer adoption. Yeah, the go-to-market strategy is really important for the EV space because there's a little bit of a chicken and egg situation, right? You want EV cars <coughs> on the road, but do you have enough chargers yes. uh, to supply the needed charging for these vehicles? So chicken and egg situation, Lee, that's where you come in. Yes. Uh, the electric vehicle industry is a fast-growing area of smart mobility. The government hasn't been shy in saying that it is here to promote it as well in line with its goals in budget 2024. Um, to start us off here, Lee, give us a sense uh, for the how the EV industry fits into smart mobility, basically the industry side of what Claire's had to say. 
Okay, so uh, for smart mobility, actually the connectivity and the electrification is actually part of the smart mobility. What we are actually doing now is the cars are fast becoming like a mobile phone and mm. a gadget. No longer car is driven like a car, it's part on parcel like a walking or driving computer. So in a way, you can see that cars are getting smarter where they can assist you to drive and also to steer a vehicle. We can also see that cars are also moving towards autonomous where you don't even need a driver to drive in future. Uh, to actually have these kind of things to happen, you can see that the smartness in terms of the car, the cars are moving towards the more uh, important aspect of smart mobility. And charging infrastructure is definitely very important. And to actually have charging infrastructure, we need connectivity. And this is where the users can get real time of the status of a charging station. And also they can plan their trip accordingly. Last but not least, we envision that electric vehicle is also very important as part of the element of energy storage. This is actually to help in terms of the grid and as a backup generator for your home. Uh, you can imagine that a big battery in every car, we can actually utilize it for when it's parking ideally to actually utilize it for the use of to support of renewable energy as part of the rollout plan. I had the pleasure recently of driving an electric vehicle for the first time. Mm -hmm. And uh, Lee, I can uh, uh, testify to your statement. It is driving a computer. It is quite an exciting experience. The information you get in there. But I guess it also highlights the fact that with all that information, you need connectivity. So Lee, give us a little bit of an outlay in terms of what the current state mm. and the focus areas of the EV industry in Malaysia are. Okay, in terms of the electric vehicle sales, last year they, they sold about 3,100 of electric vehicles in the market in 2022. This year itself, up to uh, July 2023, they have sold about 5,000 of uh, 300 cars. So looking at it, I think by end of this year, we'll be looking at about 10,000 electric vehicles, which are about three times the growth of last year. The government is trying its best to attract uh, more and more players to actually set up uh, industry players to set up offices and also factories in Malaysia to actually spur the growth of electric vehicle. We can see from the fact that in budget 2024, there are more things coming out in terms of the incentive. You can see that we have the tax relief of 2,500 ringgit for the home charger installation and also the subscription of the EV charging station. Not forgetting, you also get road tax exemption and also the uh, duty exemption, getting an electric vehicle. In terms of electric vehicle charger, there are about 1,200 of public chargers now uh, in Malaysia. They are trying to scale it to about 10,000 by year 2025. So it's an interesting time. The governments and the policies are coming in to actually support the electric vehicle industry. Now, with all that said so far, um, I'd like to get into the role of reliable connectivity in the smart mobility and EV industry. Maybe to get a better picture painted here for both the listeners and the viewers. Uh, Claire, let's start with you. Um, paint us a picture here in terms of the role of reliable connectivity in the smart mobility and EV industry. Yeah, I think uh, just to start with the customer in mind, because as Lee mentioned, despite the incentives that may be available, there is sort of a bit of anxiety yeah. <laughs> around EVs, right? Whether it be what they call range anxiety or charge anxiety. Yeah, yeah. there are many things yeah. that customers... Uh, I felt are, some of that last, uh, two weeks ago. <laughs> Even though Lee will probably tell you it's not well-founded based on his experience. So yeah. I feel that, uh, or at Maxi's Business, I feel that we 
need to focus on a carefully designed customer journey, um, something that Maxis does at scale, given our DNA. Mm. So that's what we have been working very closely with our partners like uh, EV Connection to do. So that means that we look very much where are they placing their, their charge points. Mm. Uh, that could be in a remote location in a lay-by, right, on the highway, not a natural high-traffic uh, place where a connectivity is readily available. So we work very closely to fine-tune our network to make sure that that is uh, reliable and uh, does its job uh, when uh, people go with their EV to charge there. In addition to that, it's uh, important that consumer anxiety is addressed through the Drum Charge app, for example, where they need to have real-time information on the availability of charging points and if there's a queue or if they want to have uh, they are, take advantage of a coffee while they're waiting, etc., etc. So there are those apps available, but that needs real-time information to be sent from where the charging point is to the customer, and that requires reliable connectivity as well. So there are multiple angles to it. And then last but not least, and I think this is something that Lee has found valuable, as he may mention later, is, you know, obviously EV uh, charging point operators strive for operational excellence. They need to have sort of access to a dashboard to see that all the assets that are in the field are working well and to be able to monitor them so that they can be proactive, right, to make sure that their, their sort of ecosystem of points is working well. And that's something that we provide uh, as part of that to enable sort of an excellent customer experience end to end, whether it be to our customers like EV Connection as a Maxis business or to the end user customer as well. And uh, Lee, um, Claire has given us quite a vivid picture there in terms mm. of the need for connectivity there. Because mm. we touched on it a little earlier, but sometimes we take for granted mm. what that really entails. Right. Uh, from your end, is there anything you'd like to add to uh, what Claire mentioned earlier? Yeah, uh, I think uh, Claire actually has emphasized some of the things that I want to mention. There are things I think we had a discussion with Claire, I think, uh, earlier today. He ma <laughs> she mentioned that he, she's very worried about the reliability and the connectivity of the charger <laughs> when she purchased an electric vehicle car. So one of the most important things is always the, we have to make sure that we need to create a comprehensive electric charging network for people to have confidence to actually buy an electric vehicle. Mm. That is very important. So as you know that once the confidence level is there, people are willing to buy an electric vehicle. So to do that, reliability is a key. So having said that, I think uh, Maxis has been uh, working very hard to actually help us to actually ensure the reliability of our charger in our network. As you know, our infrastructure we, are, we actually put at the highway, we also put along major towns and also in smaller towns. There are some places where I think the line might not be very good. That is very important where we need to address it to give the confidence for the user to use the charger when it is needed. To ensure that we have real-time information of the location of the charger, the status, whether it's available, occupied or unavailable, the charger will need a very good reliability to connect it back to our Jome Charge Network. And not forgetting that, that to ensure that we can get a 100% uptime to give assurance, we also need to make sure that once we have that, only the user can actually go to the next destination. Because there are some locations where you will need to stop there and you need to charge before you can actually go to the next location, mostly at the East Coast area. Mm. So it's a bit of like a, a baited kind of race situation. Correct. There. If someone fails or the charger fails, you won't be able to uh, go to the next destination. So that is when <laughs> reliability and connectivity is the key to ensure the confidence for the EV user. 
All right, Claire Lee, we'll be back in just a bit. And later we'll get into the partnership between JomCharge and Maxis and what sort of values Maxis brings to JomCharge. Folks, I've been speaking with Claire Featherstone, Head of Corporate and Enterprise Practices at Maxis Business, as well as EV Connection Managing Director, Engineer Lee Yunhao here on Tech Talk. It is the first in a four-part series where we will be decoding digitalization with Maxis Business. We'll be back after these messages. So keep it here at BFM 89.9, the business station bluff free medium bfm 89.9 BFM 89.9. Welcome back to the first episode in a four-part series here on Tech Talk, where we are decoding digitalization with Maxis Business. Today, we are discussing the future of smart mobility and the importance and role of connectivity in it. This morning, I've been speaking with Claire Featherstone, Head of Corporate and Enterprise Practices at Maxis Business, as well as EV Connection Managing Director, Engineer Li Yuanhao. All right, Li, from the fact that we're having this conversation, it's quite clear that you know, uh, you've entered a partnership with Maxis. Is. Give us a sense of um, why JomCharge or EV Connection in particular chose to partner with Maxis and how this adoption has enhanced your business. Right? What's the value that Maxis has brought to JomCharge? Okay, I think uh, previously we were using another telco before we actually partnered with Maxis. I think we've got three important uh, aspects that we actually look at. We experience the pain points of first, the connection reliability like we mentioned earlier. Then we also have the easy of the management because we are looking at a lot of SIM cards that we need to manage. We will need to have someone that can actually give us an access to manage the IoT SIM cards and also the cost competitiveness because mm. we are looking at volume yeah. and also the cost has to be affordable so that we can pass on the cost to the user at a more affordable cost. In terms of connection reliability, like we mentioned earlier, we had uh, issues with the previous telco. So uh, when Maxis came in, they actually helped us to enhance the connectivity at certain sites which doesn't have any line. In our network itself, there are almost about 400 plus charges in all types of location. Not only in basement, we have in multi-story, open car park, in rural areas. Maxis is able to provide us with information about the coverage of the areas which reduces us of the hassle of having our own team going there. Furthermore, we find that the IoT SIM has more reliable and consistent connectivity compared to the consumer SIM that we used previously. Apart from that, I think Maxis also gives us a web portal for us to actually monitor the usage of each SIM card, where we know how much is the usage and what kind of support level that we can get in terms of the rollout of the charger. In addition to the conventional charging station, I think we are also working on some of the very nice uh, charging station together with Maxis, where we actually deployed the first modular battery-supported EV charger mm. at the Berang Lebai northbound at Plus Highway. You know, in places where we want to deploy a charger, we will need power supply coming in. Correct. To get power supply at the location <laughs> is always a, a, an issue because we will need to get approvals, we need to get uh, the utility company in, etc. So having said that, this innovation requires us to have a lot of information transfer between the battery and the charger to add together with our server, and it has to be instanced. I think uh, Maxis has come up with an innovative solution where they can actually provide us with the kind of reliability, connectivity, and the bandwidth for us to actually monitor those important assets that we have at those highways. Um, so you've painted us a really uh, good picture there in terms of yeah. just the 
not the distance, but uh, the the integration that you've had with Maxis and how important, again, that connectivity element, whether you're in a basement or in a multi-storey car park, for example, yep. uh, that is required. Mm. Um, Claire, over to you. Um, so partnerships clearly look to be a priority or at least a key avenue for uh, Max's business. How do you envision partnerships in various sectors, not just EV, uh, influencing the development and commercialization of smart mobility solutions in Malaysia and maybe even the broader Asia-Pacific region? Yeah. So I think uh, Lee uh, really gave a good uh, illustration of perhaps the complexity, for the want of a better word, that is required <laughs> to get <laughs> to get an EV charging yes. point system out there. Um, so it is really important that we work very closely uh, with our partners. Um, it's not just about the technology, albeit that the technology itself is quite complex mm. and cutting edge. Uh, it's more about uh, having purposeful collaborations that we can drive sustainable outcomes with uh, customers. And it's combining multiple elements. So connectivity, obviously, is a primary element. That is our bread and butter, so to speak. It's something that we do day in, day out. We are an integrated telco, so we offer connectivity, whether it be wireless, mobile and uh, uh, fiber. Um, but we also uh, work with our customers on uh, data analytics and help them ensure that they get those insights, as Lee alluded to in his um, answer just now. Because at the end of the day, it's really important that we have a sort of an affordable and reliable solution mm. to the end user. So we, we want to make sure that we're working very close with the national agenda uh, in the EV space. Uh, there is a sort of more and more uh, government initiatives underway. For example, MITI has established the National EV Task Force recently, and we want to make sure that we are collaborating with them and their stakeholders across the whole ecosystem. That could be from technology players and, and the sort of uh, consumer providers with the Jump Charge app, or it could also be even to green financial services. So mm. we want to make sure that we are playing with all the partners in the ecosystem uh, to provide our solutions and help them have an effective go-to-market. Claire, to wrap up, maybe you mm. can give us a sense of how else connectivity players uh, can support the growth of the ecosystem. Yeah. So I think the... This is just the beginning, and I think Lee alluded to it. I mean, the next wave will be autonomous vehicles. So that will be even more uh, mission critical, so to speak. <laughs> Not that it is a mission critical now, as, uh, as Lee just mentioned. Various degrees of mission critical. Various yeah, degrees, yeah, you are right. Yeah. Because as Lee mentioned, on the East Coast, it's really important that it's you get to important. one charging station to another. But, yeah. you know, with EVs, it will be really very, very important that the, the network or the Maxis network is able to provide rapid, uh, seamless information exchange uh, between vehicles, they call it vehicle to vehicle or vehicle to another uh, sort of asset such as a traffic light. Mm. So that will be even more uh, important. So from a technology point of view, uh, the network would be need to be ultra low latency and support edge compute. These are sort of new terms that we're learning more and more about. And that uh, requires fast processing and a rapid response. And this is what 5G networks are actually uh, designed for. So we envisage that over time we'll be using more 5G for some of these solutions, um, something that we can obviously contribute with our network and expertise. And it will just grow from there, basically. And we see that that is something that will work more and more in the same way as we have done with EV Connection to continue to grow the ecosystem and sort of co-create. We like to use the word that we co-create with our, our customers like EV Connection to find the right solution and achieve, achieve the right outcomes. 
with that in mind, I think we've gone quite far and wide in, in line with today's theme around smart mobility. Uh, so Claire and Lee, thank you so much for your time today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much for welcoming us here again. Folks, we've been speaking with Claire Featherstone, Head of Corporate and Enterprise Practices at Max's Business, as well as EV Connection Managing Director, Engineer Lee Yuan Hao, the owner of the Jom Charge app and platform. And we've been talking on the pivotal role of connectivity and key areas of shaping the future of smart mobility. This is the first episode of a four-part series where we are decoding digital with Max's Business. I'm Roshan Gunnison. This has been Tech Talk, and you've been listening to BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.